This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 23, Murky Buckets. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to episode 23 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday, September 8th, and I am your host. I am, of course, joined by my two co-joeys and our fourth musketeer from the proverbial Don Forge pouch. Brasia, how are you tonight? Whoa, I'm first. I'm great. How are you doing there, Nevik? <laughs> You're almost always first, by the way. Oh, sweet! <laughs> it, well, it's just it's just the way that the show notes are written, but uh, I'm, do, I'm doing all right, you know, rolling with the punches. Um, my employer's still not allowing me to come back because uh, oh, my doctor felt that it was necessary to keep a 20-pound lifting restriction on my right extremity in place, so yeah. Ouch. Yeah, so we'll see what goes on. And Jen, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than last time, despite the construction still going on around me constantly over here. Um, surviving. Actually had some time to play this uh, time around, so it's all good. That is very good news indeed, because, I, I mean, what would our podcast be if we had, you know, hosts that were playing WoW until the day of our show recording, and then they decide, oh, well, wait, I gotta fit in a little bit of Diablo. Not going to name any names. First, um, um, nobody would ever do that. <laughs> no, nobody would ever do that. God, those hoes suck. <laughs> <laughs> Kick them off the show. <laughs> and of course, uh, our our resident Diablo or Inferno Diablo Slayer has has graced us with his presence tonight. Lentonio, how are you? I've been better. Got a pretty nasty cold, but I'm hanging in there. At least uh, the only thing good out of it is. Got to play Diablo all day long today without any bother from the fiance. So that was pretty nice. And you were the lucky one. She felt bad for me, so she let me do what I wanted to. Yes. <laughs> for a second there, I was like, you know, I I was I was gonna back off my overachiever statements for you know you 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 know tailing along and, and allowing your your brother-in-law to to do all the work, but um. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but but then I started to feel you know, well. I I started to feel pity because you're you're really sick, and then you told me that you got to play Diablo all day. So forget it. Yeah, well, you're an overachiever. You know, I had to do my part, obviously, Inferno too. So it wasn't all him. I mean, yeah, he he was the one who was there. He's the one who skipped us ahead. But that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> 
the health still goes up 75%. And even though he had to uh, revive me 10 times to my reviving him one, I put the last kill on when he was dead. So there. That means (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Yep. Actually, that's how it works. You were the one who was alive. He was dead. So the credit goes to you. (laughs) But what took you so long? To beat Inferno? Yeah. Surprised that I... We've even gotten it already, honestly. It just... What am I trying to say? I'm going for having one of them mind farts right now because I don't... My head's all congested with medicine. <laughs> but I just... I didn't expect the game to be as hard as it was now that it's gotten a little easier with patches, a little more, I guess, fair, but... Oh, come on. It's been nerfed to the ground. You know, all, all the casuals can, can beat Inferno now. Even Bashiok's grandmother has beaten Inferno. Okay, well... <laughs> Good for all them people. Okay, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> well, I'd rather have it easy and fun than hard and frustrating, honestly. So I don't care. I'm not a hater. Let's go into what we've been up to. Jen, we'll start with you tonight. Jen, what have you been up to? Okay, well, last time, last show, I had my Barbarian at level 28. That's as far as I've gotten. I'm still in normal mode. This time, the last couple days, really crazy early in the morning, I've been playing and trying to just get through Act 3 because I just really want to finish the game finally, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the Barbarian up to and into Act 4, which I'm really excited about. And uh, she's now level 30, so that was really cool. Had some help from a listener. Sometime really early in the morning, uh, Swaying Mango was on, and he uh, asked to join me. I'm like, of course, come in, you know? And we went through... Um, a lot of the dungeons for that spider boss woman, whatever her name was. Um, it was like two in the morning, three in the morning for me, you know, so I'm not sure. We went through that for a while and he gave me a lot of really cool loot, which was awesome. Um, so thank you, Swaying Mango, for helping out as much as you did. I know you'll hear this eventually. And then he had to go and I got through, I killed Asmodon. And after killing Belial, I was expecting like, okay, this is going to be really hard and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of weird to think about, you know, <laughs> like, oh, and, and I'm done. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I expected, like, I didn't die, you know, I didn't die. I, I died a lot for Belial. I didn't die for Asmodad. I'm like, somehow this is unbalanced a bit, you know, but anyway, it was still fun. And then I got that cinematic, um, with, uh, Imperius talking to, uh, Leia, uh, Diablo, Leah, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. That was a really awesome cinematic. I had not seen that one yet, even after all this time. So that was fun. Um, got a bunch of cool achievements. And, uh, you know, the ones that go with the bosses and things like that. And I got the uh, best dressed one, which I didn't even know <laughs> about. Which you um, <laughs> equip a socketed item in all of the places you can, you know, helm and... Um, leg armor, amulets, all of this stuff, and it was an amulet that finally triggered that achievement. Who knew? You know? <laughs> I was checking, like, is this better than the other one? And this achievement pops up. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, there's a sign. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, let's see, what else did I get that was fun? Oh, I got, um, there's an achievement called Massive Blow, which you kill 30 enemies at one, like, at one attack. I don't know if it's a barbarian one or not, but it was really fun. Um, so that was cool. And I'm in Act 4, just in the beginning to the first checkpoint, because it was 5 in the morning at that point. I thought, well, you know, I have to record this show later. I should get some sleep. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at. I have not played the uh, either of my Demon Hunters 
in a while, but um, I'm absolutely determined to get through Act 4 of Normal with the Barb, and then I'll decide from there where I'm going to go. So that's where I'm at. If you want to take my advice, you know, you, you can just forget about the Demon Hunter, because... Uh... It's such a glass cannon! Oh my goodness, it's... Oh. Oh. The stories I could tell about me leveling my Demon Hunter until I had some help and... or... Um, help from the auction house and or friends. <laughs> well, those are good things too, yeah, but I don't know. It's a, it's a very different playing style from the Barb. With the Barbarian, it's like I could be on at like 3 in the morning after writing, you know, six different blogs all day for work and be like, yeah, I'm gonna smash through everything and you don't really have to think about it much, but I know like that's not gonna work with the Demon Hunter. <laughs> so, um, we'll just see. It's a different style. If you're quick at kiting and being a ranged person, I notice the Demon Hunter is pretty good because of how high of a DPS you can get. Yeah. As long as you can stay out of the way from getting hit once, you kill everything all the way through Act 4, no problem. That's the trick. So I think I might be able to do that okay, but we'll see. You know, we'll get there. I think my my Demon Hunter's at like, oh my, very low. Still somewhere in the 20s. Still, not that, I mean, my Barbarian's at 30, not that that's that much higher, but you know. It feels like I actually accomplished something this time around, because I'm finally in Act 4. Well, you have accomplished something, you know? You are in Act 4 now, and Act 4 is actually kind of short, so... I, I fully expect by the next time that we record, you will have completed the game in normal. I was almost going to just do it, because I'd heard that Act 4 was short, but like I said, it was like 5, 5.30 in the morning, and I was like, eh, not a good idea, but maybe, but eh, maybe not, you know? figured you guys would want me to be like coherent for the show so here i am depending on how rough a time you had in act three act four is really not that much harder than act three well there there are few sticky parts there are a few yeah just all the a aoe effects or whatever but level 30 i think is about right where you need to be to finish normal or at least where you normally oh, where you normally are so because you're probably already plenty leveled and everything else so Awesome. In gen, your demon hunters is still level twenty-two. Twenty-two. And your, other, and your other demon hunter is level three. Yeah, I started that one because I did not know when me and Sean would be able to play together again. I wanted to play a demon hunter, and I know you need two to get that you know achievement. Eventually, you have to get two to level sixty. So I kind of and I had all this stuff sitting there, all this stuff sitting there for a demon hunter, and I'm like, well, if I just make one, I can put that gear over there and free up some space, so that's what I did. I'll get there. Yep, you will. Mm -hmm. We have faith in you. <laughs> well, that's good. Or we, we have faith in the Barbarian to propel you through the remainder of the game. Yeah. Jen will probably end up beating Diablo Inferno before me at this rate. <laughs> oh, that would be... Well, I'm not sure with what, that would, what circumstances would have to happen to make that occur, you know? What wizard are you referring to? The the second level 60 wizard that I now have? Well, I see you're about as far with that one as you are with the other ones. <laughs> hey, my barbarian's a little bit further than any of the other level 60s that I have. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Lantanio, what have you been up to? Well, I've been up to quite a bit. Like I said, I got a chance to play pretty much all day today. And I started out this morning at about... At level 50, I've been working on the Witch Doctor. He's my last um, alternate to get to level 60 and um, have, you know, all the way up to Inferno and all that. So 
I tried to get him done before I decided. I was figured I'd do that before I go and start doing all the Paragon leveling and all that because I had a ton of low-level gear in my stash that I really wanted to get rid of. So I did that today. Um, been up to doing speed runs with you. You kind of got me interested in doing that. I don't know why, but I got on an achievement kick. It looks <laughs> like you might have too, but got on an achievement kick. I did a bunch of different ones that I looked up. For, uh, let's see, there was one for, like, killing Diablo without using a health globe. Yeah, I still need to get that one. You know, in a hurry. Just, just a bunch of little random easy trophies. I did get one hard one. Not today, but a little while back. Uh, maybe it wouldn't be hard, but I did it on Inferno without really trying. I didn't know it was an achievement. It's called, like, like Nuck, Nuck, Nuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's killing all the ancients with one hit. And mm. I'm not even yeah, sure how one. I did it, but I, like, I aimed... With my barbarian, I aimed the uh, earthquake with um, Wrath's Berserker like perfectly, and got all three of them at the, at the, in one hit on uh, Inferno. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool because that seemed like you'd have to do quite a bit of damage, you know. Yeah, there there are people out there that might you know just go back to normal and cheese those achievements. Yeah, I did a couple of those like beating uh, Zoltan Cool without you know without killing his main guys into that normal. I think. <laughs> I did that in Inferno, buddy. Yeah, I'm surprised because last time they just get to you so fast before you can even get a chance to kill them. But um, like you were saying before, I also went through and got um, was able to beat uh, Asmodan and Diablo in Inferno with the help of my brother-in-law Doss and his monk. Um, he just spent like he had been saving for a while. I think he spent like ten to twenty million in new items, and now he's able to slow play still, but he can kill everything and every act now with his monk without the MF gear on, so he's pretty excited about that. Uh, I also upgraded the Whimsy Shire staff to the Inferno. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy hard. All the guys I have, except for the Demon Hunter, can't even touch anybody in there. Of course, Demon Hunters can kill everything decently quick, as long as I don't get touched. I did it today with a friend of mine named Pulsar. Uh, we got through everything, but I can tell you the drop rate in there, even without the um, clouds, seems 10,000 times better than Act 1. I think I picked up at least 40 level 63s of, you know, blues and rares together, but still, you know, in comparison to hitting level 50s all the time and stuff like that and the other ones, it's I think it might be worth it to start doing it, you know, getting 5 stacks and if you got someone that possibly can tank them maybe your melee wizard or something can do that that'd be fun yeah i don't know um my experience is in act three mm-hmm. lead me to believe that i can't tank them just yet because yeah. i just get shredded i mean i can handle half of act three but the second half of act three my melee wizard can no can't do it <laughs> yeah well the thing that bothers me about I was tried to do the I get to be actually beat um, Asmodan with my wizard finally, and that was slow playing all the way through. And that you know, and we were gonna do Diablo, but I just couldn't do it with the the wizard. I died too fast. But I really don't like the fact that demon or diamond skin only can like absorb like what was it like twenty thousand damage. Mm-hmm. If they didn't want it to be absorb all damage for many seconds, they should just do something like they do with Serenity and make it like a four second thing. That way it's not overpowered. And, I mean, your diamond scan is kind of like the only thing that really keeps you safe. So I think those should be a lot. Like something needs to be done with that, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it as yeah. it is right now because uh, 
My diamond skin almost... Well, it doesn't wear off very much, depending on... Well, in Act 3 it does. It yeah, doesn't that's what I'm saying. In Act 3 and yeah. 4, I get, you can still get one hit a lot. So Yeah. I, I just like being able to have armors and stuff. That's probably the worst thing about Demon Hunter, not being able to have like one skill that can be about your armor. Yeah, you got the, the smoke screen, but I mean, a one and a half second thing really doesn't help you that much so but other than that yeah i think that's pretty much it i just played all day did a bunch of leveling now i'm got all my every single class is up to level 60 and now i'm gonna start farming i think i'm gonna start with the barb kind of done with the wizard for a while seeing so the barb is already beaten diablo so i know it's possible that he's a lot stronger <laughs> did i just hear that <laughs> yeah yeah you did i'm giving up on the wizard at least for a while the barb's no! gonna definitely be my main character He's way stronger, and he's a lot more viable when it comes to price of gold and everything, so... Yeah, well, as I told you in-game, at least he was the barb. Mm hmm At least it wasn't one of those dirty little puke doctors. I can tell you. Oh, I just got to level 60 with the witch doctor, and I don't hate it nearly as much as I did in the beginning levels. Well, they got yeah, buffed. Yeah, I like Lantonio. <laughs> yeah, they got made you buffed. I'm glad I didn't play it until after the buff. Yeah, I I might I might have to revisit my my puke doctor, spend some time on malpractice, especially once I burn out on Paragon leveling again. Yeah. <laughs> so Brazia, speaking of the puke doctor, what have you been up to? Been playing around a lot with my uh, inventory, <laughs> but like I've got, I am just terrible with keeping things. Like I don't want to get rid of it. I might use it. <laughs> Now I'm just at the point. Lantoni even saw it. He tried to trade me things. I'm like, I've got no room. I've got to get rid of something. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. But um, today I decided I wanted to play a bit to try to at least get this Witch Doctor up. Because the last few times I've tried it with the Witch Doctor before the patch. And I think the one time I tried it right afterwards, I still didn't have the right gear for it. Mm -hmm. The hell difficulty. And I was just still having so much trouble just killing things. And then so Lantonio comes in. There's my angel from the sky dropping rare drops for me and my son. And we get that, and all of a sudden we're ripping through everything. I mean, it, it's, it's hilarious. It, it was three witch doctors, all level, right around a level 54 this afternoon. Yeah, it reminded me we of the army again, like in D2 with our uh, Three witch doctors? Yeah, we all yep. had plenty of pets out, too. It was just, it was actually pretty sweet looking. That That's a whole lot of shaking going on right there. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, it was a dance was party. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced Brazier to low-level requirements. I am in love with one spell now, and it's uh, Zombie Bears. Zombie Bears is awesome. <laughs> that, zombie Bears is ridiculous. You get, you know, just trap a whole bunch of mobs in the grasp of the dead, walk up to them and shoot like three zombie bears, and boom, everything's dead. <laughs> it's great. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So we basically, we tried to join... Lantonio, we had about 45 minutes um, before we had to go somewhere, the family, and so my son and I jumped in with him to do the speed run for Act 2 in Hell. Yep. And uh, we got most of the way there. Lantonio said he got got it done with like two minutes to spare, and we had to drop out like five minutes before that, or a couple minutes before that, because we were getting the stare from the wife. Oh, well. <laughs> and you know how that is. Yeah. yeah I, that's that that's that the is. stare that you cannot just ignore that, that's the you answer now or else <laughs> yeah exactly and i figured you know like 
more for my son to not get in trouble than me because I'm like if I get in trouble, oh wow, you know. Oh yeah, right. Well, no, it <laughs> wouldn't be the first less time. worried than you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm sure he's less worried than I am, but still. I have know. to say, speaking of that, I had to save for the show before I'd give you a hard time about it. But when someone <laughs> says split up to help try to get stuff it means don't follow them <laughs> I swear I told Brazen and Pete I'm like split up go find the other places because this act is really long you know and the one time I had to tell him like three times I can't remember we were in like the desolate sands and I'm like go find the caverns I got the vault and, and you know I didn't we were get trying an to get out we weren't trying to get in there we got out of there and it was a huge amount of mobs that just kept basically pounding my son and i just pounding our faces and every time we get out so the only place we could respawn was inside where you were right at the last save point that's why we kept ending up (laughs) that's why i looked in there but i know i know uh, p-dog was uh he was going towards something i was getting frustrated because i couldn't find it and those those places are so huge i swear i'd go the wrong way every single time and uh, P-Dog was finally said, well, I can see it, but I'm dying. I'm like, why didn't you say something? <laughs> <laughs> so I came over there, because I, I had, the, I think, the highest DPS. So I was, they were trying to find Definitely. stuff, and I was trying to kill stuff pretty much and to make it go as fast as we could. But for the most part, we did all right. So were you Mr. 37K in Act 2 Hell? Actually, I think I was at 29,000. That's that's still pretty high. Yeah, I especially could, for hell. <laughs> I could wipe everything. So. Well, I mean that's the difference is you you're at that and P Dog's at like fourteen thousand. I'm still only at seven thousand. I just. Well, I gave you. That. I'm obviously not gearing right. Just I think yet. I gave you that bow. That should be doing decent. But um, I'll give you. I'll give oh, it you is. Believe me, it doubled right. what I had. Yeah. Well, now that I hit sixty, I can also give you the weapon I was using. So you should jump you up into twenties. <laughs> Yeah, no, I found another one, um, just a random drop. It's going to probably boost it another 1,000 at least. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that'll be nice. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it was a lot of fun. We decided to try to do, you know, not as much of a speed run when we got home after dinner. But, we like, we're basically almost right to the end of uh, Act 3. And we stopped just before we, you know, we wanted to take a break and watch uh, Doctor Who, of course. And then uh, come back to do the show. But it, we hit... Level 58, both of us, so we now have two witch doctors at 58 in the house. Oh my goodness, only two oh, levels yeah. to go. A lot of shaking going on in the house. A huh? <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of shaking going on. Actually, 102 levels to go. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, are you going to start playing Alta Harlock again, or are you going to actually try out Inferno? No, I think I'm going to give Inferno a try until I run into the wall, and then I'll be like, forget it. Yeah, that'll take until you get out of town, because I, I used the gear I got that I was playing with you guys and rocking hell, and I'm having to kite extremely bad. I'm getting close to one hit in Inferno, and so that's I was like, yeah, well, I'm not wow. going to play my Witch Doctor anymore now that I'm 60, and I'm going to go back to the harp again. <laughs> but I, I'm glad to hear that you're almost there, Brazia. Almost. But um, why why don't you tell the listeners just how far you got in Act Two on that speed run before you got this, before you got the look? Oh, we were like what, three minutes away from. Uh, Put it. We were defeating. at. Uh, we were in the town when uh, Belial's attacking the town. That's right. We literally just got oh. done with something cool. So yeah. ten more minutes and you you would have had it. Oh no, it wasn't even, even that. We, we were had, further along. It took along. like two more minutes, if that, because we only had three minutes left because I had a clock time, uh, a time, yeah. a stopwatch or a timer checking us, and 
We had like two minutes left and I'm like sweating hoping I could kill Belial fast enough too after they <laughs> left. Yep. And yeah, we tried to do it anyway and that's when you jumped in to okay. help us out killing right. Belial when we got home first. Yeah, it must not, and the time we must not sure carry over. The timer. No. I think you have no. to do it oh, an well. hour straight, like you can't stop because then it doesn't count it. But I went I went right into Act 3 and did it right after that and got Act 3 as well, but that was... I got really lucky, I swear. I was going the right way every single time. I never had to turn around once and all the... In the keep? Yeah, in the keep and all that. I, I got really lucky, never got killed or anything like that. So I got that done with like... I wish it was the trophy. I'm pretty sure I beat it in close to a half hour, 35 minutes, 40 max. So that would have been a nice if it was a really hard one to get. That was awesome. Yeah, Act 2 is probably the hardest to get the speed run on. I I did it with my with my wizard. Did I do it in... I think I did it in Nightmare. I don't think I did it in Hell. No, I, no, I did do it in Hell. Yeah, I had like maybe a minute or two to spare on that. Because I kept... I kept dying to BS in, in like, the vault. Or, not the vault. Terminus? Zoltan Cool's place. I, I forget exactly what, what the name Terminus. is. Terminus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, well, I'll, I'll just go into what I've been up to. Um, I decided to roll another wizard. <laughs> another, another uh, you know, softcore Care Bear wizard. And guess what? Hit level 60 on it in uh, just over 16 hours. Wow. That's insane. Did you stop? Like, did you take a break? Well, I bought some really overpowered gear. Like, I bought, um, like, an eye-level 60-something mace that had, you know, reduced level requirement of 15. So I was able to breeze through hell like nothing. Up until until Act 4. That's when I started dying a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I I decided... um, I decided, you know, I wanted a second wizard because um, I really didn't want to, you know, level malpractice at that at that moment, and I was really starting to burn out on leveling Paragon. I hit level 13, got to about 20% of the way through. No, not even 20%. I think I got to 15% of the way through to level uh, 14, and I was like, oh my goodness, my gear sucks. I can't farm Act Three. Oh, woe is me. You know, <laughs> you can only do it for so long, you know, before it's gonna. You need to, to do something different to settle your mind. I burned out on Diablo three, just from grinding Paragon, and I took uh, what maybe a three or four day break from Diablo, where I didn't play Diablo much at all, and I started playing WoW again. Sorry, listeners, but you know. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was, uh, I was really disappointed in you. By the way. <laughs> 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 I took a short break from Diablo because you know I I didn't I did not want to kill Diablo for myself and just keep going you know and just drive it into the ground. So I took a short break and then I got that itch you know I, I was just like oh my god you know I I, I want to try this different kind of wizard build but I I don't really want to do it with my level sixty you know I, I want to do it with you know brand new wizard. And so what I decided to do was go just, you know, use two-handers. Once I got a good, decent two-hander, then I would just use two-handers from that point on. And, you know, I used mace, I used the staff, I used, you know, two-handed axe, and all, all kinds of cool stuff. And my wizard looked amazing during during this uh, during this process. But, um, 
yeah, I, I think uh, I finished normal at level 33, and uh, I finished Nightmare at 50-something. 50, 50 I don't remember exactly where I finished Nightmare, but then I finished Hell at 59. <laughs> I was like, oh, So close. <laughs> I gotta go back to Act 3. <laughs> I just had the exact same problem with the Witch Doctor, but I always do Whimsy Shire to catch up. <laughs> Yeah, I got my my wizard up to my second wizard up to level sixty. Got the achievement for that, and I also this was you know kind of like our achievement show because I I kind of splurge splurge. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know I I, I kind of like uh, binged. There we go on achievement hunting, and I got in a hurry, and Asmodon and like Asmodon rather. <laughs> <laughs> and the achievement for getting two level 60 wizards and having five level 60s. And I was like, yeah, way, way to go, me. We. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I was going with um, I was going with an Archon. Arch, Archon? Yeah, Archon build. Where um, since they buffed the destruction rune on that to where it deals 1,600% of your weapon damage, I was like, that's amazing. I got to try that out. And so I did. And it's pretty cool. I, I I have to admit, it's not quite as overpowered as, uh, you know, um, Wrath of the Berserker, but it's pretty close. <laughs> I think the one thing that, that holds it back is um, you lose your ability to use any of your other skills. It replaces your action bar, so you're, you're forced to use the two abilities mapped to your mouse buttons and one extra ability that you get with the rune that, that you that you put into that skill so that's the only thing that kind of bums me out because you know i see my armor wear off all the time i'm like oh <laughs> and then it's like i go i go to you know do my wave of force to reflect projectiles back and i'm like oh that doesn't work in archon form either so how far did you get with him then well i got him through hell got him to level 60 and that's or she there there are no male wizards by the way I'm going to have to make one just to screw with you. you know? <laughs> I haven't really tried Inferno yet because I immediately went back to my other wizard, my melee wizard, to start farming again. And I got my melee wizard, I think she's at 85% of the way through to Paragon level 14 now. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so slow going. I really wish I had better gear. And speaking of better gear, uh, I, I hopped into this uh, one guy who broadcasts on Twitch TV under the handle of Good Idea Gaming. He has an Archon build that is just ridiculous. I mean, he has like 61.5% chance to crit and oh, just ridiculous, ridiculous gear. Can I stop you one second? Did you say Archon? Archon. Ar Ar Archon? Archon. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> I was like, what is Archon? I didn't know why it wasn't clicking at first, but I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, Archon, what is Archon? <laughs> I'm just always basing on that word that I heard. Uh, just net fail. Trying to it's de debate right. if you were joking or if you really thought it was Archon. Well, hey, you know, from where I come from, we, we, call, we call it a fajord, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um so yeah, he was uh he was using um by by the way, if 
evidently the Wicked Wind rune for Energy Twister. Mo most people have moved on to Storm Chaser because they haven't nerfed the coefficient on that. And I tried using Storm Chaser. I don't really like it because, namely, you have to throw a ton more tornadoes with that than you do with Wicked Wind. And I don't have any AP on crit gear, so I'm arcane starved all the time with my melee wizard. So it's like, okay, that's not working for me. But oh my goodness, this guy's just got amazing gear. He was just like popping tornadoes left and right, and and he was using critical mass, so his archon was off a cooldown almost every single time that he would click it off, so that he could then almost immediately do it again. Ridiculous, ridiculous build. But anyways. Yeah, maybe someday. Someday I'll be able to farm as fast as Alkaiser. World first level 100 Paragon, uh, or Paragon level 100, was a was a whirlwind barb. Yep, not bitter at all that they didn't nerf the coefficient on Run Like the Wind. Nope, not at all. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much all that I've been up to. I I haven't done anything else. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I took a short break with WoW just just to you know refresh, you know, renew, refresh, and then uh, you know went on the wizard bender. <laughs> so. You know, you know what really happened, right, guys? He, he saw that I beat Inferno and he had to come back to Diablo to try uh, doing something that could hey. show me up with. Hey, you, got you, to... beat, <laughs> you beat Inferno when my second wizard was like level fifty-ish. So I don't know what you're talking about. So I didn't, that, I didn't definitely see any not wizard case, level fifty okay. when I was in beating Inferno. I just I saw you playing WoW. That's it. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But let's take this <laughs> moment of uh, of Lantonio trying to throw me under the bus or something. I, I don't know what he's trying to do. But um, hey, speaking of wow, <laughs> there's wow. a there's an amazing book that's available on Audible. Wow, uh, <laughs> nice, huh? Um, the Tides <laughs> of War, and I, I'm sure that we have plenty of wow and Diablo enthusiasts out there that are you know getting excited for for the pandas and you know miss the Pandaria. Well, you can listen to the Tides of War book uh, by Christy Golden which is uh, kind of like the lead-in to, well, it's basically what happens at Theramor. It, I'm sorry, Lantonio, that, that, that's, a, that's a kingdom or a town in, in the world of Azeroth, not Sanctuary. So, But you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to start a free trial, and with your free trial, you'll get a book credit, which you can use to get Tides of War and listen to it while you play Diablo. There we go. How's that for a tie-in? You will also get a 30, day, 30 days of access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, which is pretty cool. So I would heavily suggest that we all... Well, you know what? I heavily suggest that if you already have an Audible subscription, that you write them and tell them, we want more Diablo books on Audible. Because I would love nothing more than to actually pimp a Diablo book than a World of Warcraft book. Yeah, but anyways, you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to start your 30-day free trial of Audible today. So, we do have two emails. Brasia... Brasia? Yes, <laughs> There's yes, multiple. Sir. There's multiple versions of you tonight, I guess. I blame the beer. Not the Red, Red, 
<laughs> oh my. <laughs> wow. Are you beer goggling my shakes? <laughs> I got them all flustered talking, giving them a little hard time about being jealous. I know. No I'm kidding. hot under the collar right now. <laughs> and, you know, I do have a bottle of Shiraz in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> so may, maybe I'll go drink some red, red wine after this show. Red, red wine. But, Bracia, we have an email from our French listener, Master Doe. Can you please take that one on? This email from Master Doe. Hi, Soul Stoners. Here is Master Doe back. First of all, congratulations, Nemec, for your level 60 Demon Hunter. Yep, now shelved. Right on time. I've got a present for you. My melee withered Chante Lame, which means in French... Something like Blade Slinger is level 62. It might be Lame. Oh, just 60. Chante Lame. Chante Lame. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's just do it, you know. Chant Lame. Way. Chanty Lame. Chanty Lame. Oh, there we no. go. Let's Americanize it. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> oh, no. When I say thank you in French, I always say murky bucket. So it's about right. <laughs> well, then, there you go. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, sorry, Master Doe, but, you know, we're, we're having one of those days. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. Okay, i got to compose myself. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Bridget. To so going on with Master Doe's letter, goes, and I gained the Disciples of the Night achievement for my second Demon Hunter is also 60. Nice, I like that. Awesome. Jen, the screenshot 097 is for you. Keep going. Sometime you'll get yours. I will eventually. <laughs> I'm hoping. I was looking at the screenshot with the two the two level 60s for the Demon Hunter. And I'm like, oh, someday that will be me. <laughs> that was very cool. <laughs> oh, Master Doe goes on. Uh, well, I had a vacation so that I could work on those characters. But with Pat uh, 1.0.4, I leveled my first Demon Hunter to Paragon level 4. And miss leveling up my female witch doctor, oh. which is still level 35. Sorry, Brasia. I failed having her to level 60. Just a little. okay. Just I a failed to having mine to 62. Uh, Master Doe goes on. I must also apologize, Nevik, for my last email. I was telling you to try Demon Hunter combos, but not telling you the one rule about Demon Hunter play. Run, run, run until your muscles burn and your veins pump battery acid, and then run some more. Yes, the first rule should be don't talk about it. <laughs> Just run. <laughs> Playing Demon Hunter means never stop running from left to right, from right to left, forward, backward, all along the map. <laughs> that means having at any time fingers ready to launch a vault to get away, smoke screen to have mobs losing their focus on you, combined with vault most of the time and preparation because your discipline will leak out that fast and for a demon hunter discipline is life <laughs> yeah well I should make one shorter <laughs> <laughs> still love you guys cheers Master Doe thank you Master Doe that was awesome and was uh, I apologize cool. for my terrible French but I've never been very good with uh, foreign languages <laughs> I... Actually, I've never been good with English either, but, you know, that's another story. <laughs> that kind of explains it right there, you know? Exactly. I think you're on the I right track. Screenshot. You you mm. made me laugh out loud <laughs> and lose <laughs> my composure, you. so you're on the right track. Uh, but uh, we, we will include Master Doe's, uh, a link to his profile in case anybody else has any, uh, if they're curious about 
you know, the Demon Hunter, like what what kind of build you, you can go with. I, I do believe he has two different builds going for each one. Although one's one is significantly further than the other, but uh or at least that was when I checked two weeks ago, whenever whenever he actually sent in this email. But I digress. So we got an email from Lex, and I will take this one on, I think. That is if I can um, compose myself. Hi, guys. I hope you are doing well. I hope, hope you are enjoying 1.0.4 as much as I am. My Demon Hunter has made Paragon 5, but I have since lost interest in him and have leveled my monk to 60 and have become fully engrossed in playing him now. Monk? Really? Lex, you need to play a barbarian. Barbarians are fun, I'll give you that. Yep. I really enjoy the gameplay and challenge of Diablo 3. My struggle is with the lack of quality self-found loot. I use the auction house, but that is not that is not as fun as the runs I used to make in Diablo 2, where the ground around Ball's corpse shimmered gold with unique drops. Are you guys feeling this way? I'm not sure how to fix it. Just upping the drop rate wouldn't work. You would have the auction house flooded with legendaries. That would make them not legendary. Do you guys have any suggestions for how they can fix this issue? Love the show, and he includes his battle tag. Anyone in the community is free to add me. I can always use more friends. Yours truly, Lex. And he sent that from my iPhone. Wait, I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. Hmm, it must be magic. Hmm, how did he get a hold of your iPhone? I don't know. I have an iPod, but not an iPhone. Uh, Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, the auction house is definitely, you know, a problem. But if they were to up, up the drop rate on legendaries, that would make it even harder to find a good legendary. Um, because if you do search for legendary, you'll find tons and tons and tons and tons of not really good and severely overpriced legendaries on the auction house. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have a good suggestion. I do remember in the days prior to 1.0.4 coming out that they were that there were these rumors that um, that they would include something where for every 500th elite or champion that you would kill, you would have a guaranteed legendary drop but it would be bind on equip and i was like "Ooh, i don't know about that but you know i i guess that's one way that they could look at it i i mean it wouldn't really feel right but you know at, at least that would prevent the you know the auction house from being totally you know overrun with legendaries i don't know what do you guys think I don't know about bind on equip because then you couldn't like you know when your character doesn't need it anymore you can't pass it to one of your other characters right right but you could always salvage so that it. would be kind of well yeah you could do that but i don't know i think a good idea for a guaranteed legendary like a really good one that you would know it's guaranteed to be good or something like that is your first time you single play like at least for one anyway um the first time you in single player mode beat Diablo in Inferno with your character would be a good one to have. That way you know no one's like dragging you along. You have to be strong enough to beat it, which is very hard and stuff like that. Yeah, that and it would also incentivize, you know, pushing through to get all the way to the end of Inferno. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, we beat Inferno and I don't even think there was two blues. It's like, all that for that? 
Like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> uh, I, I take it you didn't build up any stacks of Nephilim Valor? I think we had two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Personally, I don't think I've actually picked up an item of my own yet that's actually been better to use. Like, everything, I've been very lucky. Either I bought something off the auction house, or my uh, in-game godfather, <laughs> <laughs> Lantonio, has dropped a few things off for me. Well, you know, someday I'll come back and ask you for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, um, it seems like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, well, two things. If you first are able to get anything on your own without having somebody else having to give you something, well, then it kind of takes you out of the community. Even partially, like, you're not, you don't have to go to the auction house, you don't have to talk to anybody for trading. Uh, they want this to be kind of, to keep people together by building a community to that makes it almost, I don't know, maybe feel forced is probably not the best way wording for it, but it kind of feels that way, where in order to progress your character, you really need to rely on the work other people have done. Either, you know, they drop it themselves or they buy it on the auction house and repost it or ever, however it may be. Yeah. And the second thing is, you know, if there's, it's so random, the drops, that I could have two or three stats that are really really good that might actually be an up upgrade but then there's that one or two that's like are you serious and that's not going to do anything to help me and so you know it's hard to get that kind of right balance because it is so random so I, I mean i felt like when i was playing diablo 2 that it wasn't the fat the drops that kept me in the game so much and, and the fact is i mean i played a modded version of my own that um, I didn't have to rely on anybody, so pretty much I was playing a single-player game. That's just how I played Diablo 2. And I really enjoyed it that way with this modded version because there was such a variety of things, which, you know, I know Diablo 3 was trying to go for, but it was, you had a chance to actually build it. Like, I mean, the set bonuses right now. I, I finally got one. Wasn't It wasn't because I got one. It's because Antonio was nice enough to give me one. And... I honestly don't think I'll ever see the second part of that set. But I knew in Diablo 2 that I could keep running and keep working on it. I would eventually get one. You know, even if it's a few hours later or a week and a half later of gameplay time, I knew I was going to get one. Right now, it just feels so random that it'll be almost impossible to find one. When I played Diablo 2, honestly, Diablo 3... Diablo 2 had more legendary strap, but the really good ones, the ones that everybody wanted... I, it doesn't really seem like they dropped any quicker than the ones do on Diablo 3 to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th I, I think they should also kind of do it that way. I mean, the level, we'll say level 40 and below um, legendaries, let them fly, build up though, like, you know, have a really high drop rate. Who cares if they're just garbage anyway and they can't help you for very long? And they're legendary maybe for them low levels, you know, but not for the high levels, just like it was in D2. I mean, I found legendaries every game, but or uniques, and um, but most of them you threw away just like you threw away blues, and uh, like the really, really, really hard ones or um, the like the runes that were really high and really hard to get that everyone wanted were extremely rare. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'd be happy if I found one what we call the high HR high rune a week. If I found one, I'd be pretty happy. And if if I put as many hours into D3 as I put in D2, I actually can say that I probably would beat D3 before I ever beat D2, like where I could walk it. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So D2, I think, was, in the long run, I mean, it, maybe when Diablo 3 first came out, it was harder, but D2 is just as hard, and the drop rates were just as bad, so I, I really don't know where I hear a lot of people say, oh, you can find everything. No, you had to trade games. The thing that D3 needs is a tra- better trading system. Mm. Going into a general chat where it's full of spam bots, nobody wants to do that. Nobody likes trading in the chat menus in D2, neither. The thing you need to have is something where people can make a game, name that game, you know, IK uh, Cage for Sale. Or for trade, and then people can come to you, and while you're, you know, out there farming for more stuff, that that's a really fun way to do it. The other thing is, you know, the Diablo three legendaries are so beholden to the stats on them, whereas Diablo two, you know, the abilities themselves on those legendaries were good enough that you could, you know, still use them at the higher levels. But it's not so much the case, you know, with the low level legendaries in Diablo three because they're you you outpace those stats so quickly that they become you know worthless. You'd you'd be you'd be better with you know even a poorly rolled blue sometimes than you know a really well rolled low level legendary in Diablo three. Speaking of which, um, I forgot to mention that uh, I I did find two, actually three four, I think I found three legendaries in one set piece since uh, since our last show. So um, wow. yeah, I I guess things are. Things are improving, but uh, yeah, two of those were low-level legendaries because uh, I, I got this crazy idea that maybe I would try to go get a Leoric Signet <laughs> to help with the Paragon leveling. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I had a Mage Fist drop, and so I gave that to my wizard. And then, then I ended up um, with my wizard, I, I bought Kane's low-level set, which mm-hmm. when you get three pieces gives you a 30% bonus to your experience gain. And then I also tossed a 25% bonus experience gained into the helm. So, yeah, I had 55% bonus experience for um, probably about 30 levels while I was leveling my my second wizard. So that made things a lot faster. Just just so that people know that that just over 16 hours, I did I did you know kind of assist myself on that <laughs> just a lot. But uh, and star rubies that make a huge difference. Yeah. In order for a legendary to be worth anything, it pretty much has to be almost a perfect role with the auction house because uh I, I found I found a pretty good ring earlier today, I think, and uh in Lantana I was like, Oh, I got a better ring than that and <laughs> I only paid a hundred K for it and I was like, Oh Yeah, it's disappointing and lots of times I feel the same way when you think you have something really good and then you go there and it's like I got especially the weapons now. I thought, I thought that bow I found, I have a thousand bow with like 200 decks and 100% crit with an open sock. And I couldn't find it any, I couldn't even find it with the exact stats on the auction house. And then I found it when everyone that's got it, got it up for like 250 million. And I'm like, well, I, the reason they're up there for 250 million, they're not selling because it's not worth that, that much. But I mean, I tried, I started at like 50 million and brought it all the way down to Five million and couldn't sell it. I was like, I was excited, thinking I was gonna make a sale, and I decided it was more worth to me just to keep it than to try to sell it. And sometimes you're like, how do people make these sales all the time? Yeah, I have a lot of people telling me, oh, I sold these bracers for eight million. I sold this ring for ten million. What are you getting? I think they're getting lucky. I swear. <laughs> well, maybe it's better that I'm oblivious to all the numbers in the game, you know, because I just don't process numbers well outside of the game it's just me you know yay dyslexia but um 
you know, I don't really think about it. Like I, I look at the armor and the, um, the damage and that's like all I look at, you know, it's like, that's more, I'll go with this one. And I, I would never, like, I think if I go into the auction house, I'm going to be too overwhelmed by all the numbers to even be able to compare them properly, you know? So, but the, the advantage of that is I don't have the experience of, oh, well, this one sold, you know, in the auction house you know, not as well as this other one or, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I don't know what to compare it to. So it's kind of like ignorance is bliss in some ways, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but fortunately for you, if you're slow playing the game like you are, though, just looking at damage numbers is all you're going to need. I mean, by the time you actually get to Inferno, you're going to know what you're doing and what the prices are. It just kind of comes naturally. Like being nightmare normal and them stuff, if, if the weapon says better damage, better health it's good you know you don't really have to do much more than that and then difficulties yeah we'll see <laughs> i can't even balance a checkbook guys numbers <laughs> are not good for me man i'm just kind of like winging it and as long as it's fun that's that's good enough for me you know right yeah i mean i just think that uh, kind of getting back to what lex was kind of talking about with the fact of a lack of finding quality self found loot like i remember running through d2 and i could run to a certain boss like Baal or you know run to Diablo and, and be able to kill them and figure that at least one thing would be close to an upgrade if not a, a straight a flat out upgrade most of the time and now I feel like I can run through and kill them and I'm probably not gonna find anything that my character will use it'll, it'll have like 200 strength that's great I'll give it to my barbarian but it's not gonna help my witch doctor <laughs> it just it doesn't feel like I feel like that kind of carrot is not there Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they, if maybe it's something where they could write an algorithm where, you know, if before you're level 60, you run to, you know, each, like maybe the, the first or the second time. I know they're trying to do that by having like guaranteed rail loot drop, but that's not necessarily going to be a helpful loot drop. Right. And I know that they tried to address that at, at the so-called end game part where you have the Nephilim Valor and you're trying to get you know, better drops that way. Yeah. I will but agree just, with them on that. The like... rare drops are so much cruddy. I mean, ever since 1.4, mm. you know, they, they up the rares so you get a lot more. I, I've been kind of doing, rarely even picking up blues anymore. I just pick up the yellows to fill it up because blues are pretty much a sell anyway. Mm. I picked up, I had a whole stash of yellows. I identified everything. Nothing was good. Had another whole stash of yellows. Nothing's good. So you got to think of how many yellows you're going through they're turning into blues anyway they're just so evasive like nevik was saying they're so evasive on um your primary stat that it's like even when you find something oh sweet it's got a perfect 80 percent res oh great it's only got 20 decks or you know yeah well even i don't know maybe even possibly if they relook at the enchanting system that they were thinking of putting in Maybe um, using that as a crafting tool that allows you to adjust some of the stats on your gear. So some of those, some of that gear that you're dropping may not be as great now, but if you're able to take the enchant and change it a little bit, it might be more useful in the future. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking, trying to think of ways that they can do something to make gear that most people would either just automatically get rid of to make it seem a little bit more appealing to people. They should make the uh, something with the salvaging, I think, a little more viable. Um, seems yeah. like seems like that. Like, do any of you guys um, make anything with the artisans? No. Other than maybe upgrade your gems, but 
that's what they really should look into for patch 1.5 is to do something with your blacksmith to make it worthwhile in doing. I mean, yeah, you can randomly get something awesome if you spend all your money all day long, you know, crafting something that's most likely never going to be good, but it's, it's just not worth it. It's interesting, because right towards the end of Act 3, if you talk to the blacksmith, uh, he says, I don't remember which which little conversation trigger it was or what the name of that part of the conversation was, but he says something like, um, you know, don't worry, everything I've crafted for you is going to be good and get you through. And I'm like, but I'm not using any of that. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So it's just kind of weird. Yeah, well, I've run into the problem where anytime plans drop for me, it's always the four property you know, a plan that that can create an eye level 61 with four properties, you know, and I'm like, well, that's pretty much junk. <laughs> and aren't those rare alone? Even the ones that are garbage are rare. Yeah. I've, I've ne- I can't believe all the time we've played. I don't even think you have either, but I haven't gotten uh, any of the stars or any of the gems plans. I have one. I got one gem yeah. plan and in. in you know, I, I'm closing in on 500 hours now. Right. So it's insane wow. that we haven't gotten gem plans yet because those shouldn't be that important because it's still going to cost so much once you get it even, you know? Yeah. To make them that it shouldn't matter. Yeah, but then that's, that really screws with the economy too of it because mm-hmm. if you've got something that's just so difficult to get. Yeah, they're like 25, be... 30 million to buy. So. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Then you have all of these other things, like the yellow items that are just... I mean, my son even said it today. He looked on the auction house and goes, wow, look at all these yellows that are now, like, you know, basically pennies to buy mm-hmm. compared to what they used to be just a month ago. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I have to agree with him. It was just kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's a lot easier to level up, you know, your gear that way. But still, it's the idea that you want to... You know, do some of this on your own without having to go and buy something. It's like bartering. It feels like work. You know, <laughs> you go in and you get your paycheck so that you can, you know, at least have your house. But other than that, it's not as much fun. You know, you're just doing it because you have to. Yeah, it's disappointing. But I mean, that's why we all go nuts on the auction house. You know, yeah. at least you know <laughs> up to level sixty. Because really, no matter what you find in the low levels doesn't really excite you maybe some of the legendaries would be cool but once you get to 60 that's where all the mf and all the fun i mean to me starts in where you have at least a chance to find something good so all them other ones are just going to waste i think i think i've heard this argument before where the game doesn't really start until you hit end game (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i I, I don't know. I, I don't know what a good solution is. I mean, obviously, they, they could probably make crafting a little more robust. I remember hearing months upon months upon months ago where they were talking about, you know, the crafting system and how with, uh, like, they would introduce new tiers through through the crafting system right, in terms of, you know, kind of like tiers of, tiers of equipment. So you'd have your eye level 61s and then... Eventually, they might introduce I-Level 62s. Obviously, that's not how it actually ended up working, but, you know, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. I, I didn't realize that there would be crafting in Diablo and that it'd be so robust. And then it's like, yeah, you know, I, I blew all that gold leveling up my artisan and I haven't touched him, you know, in months now. So the auction house is a, is a boon and yet a bane as well. So 
I can say this, without the auction house, I definitely wouldn't have a level a five level sixties right now because uh, I, I would hit some brick walls, especially with, you know, like act two nightmare or just act two period, you know, going right. into a new difficulty <laughs> level without being able to resort to the auction house. So I'd, I'd hit that brick wall and be like, all right, I think I'm good. You know what I think might be a good idea to fix, like to make people's drops, you know, seem better. If there was some kind of like, I wouldn't even say Easter egg type of thing where you can find these items while playing your game where um, you can get one stat re-roll or one stat on your things. Like you can pick the stat number to a certain extent maybe. So let's say you found this, uh, we'll say Leoric Shinbone, you find Leoric Shinbone um, and instead of making Whimsyshire out of it because you have another one, um, you can use that to with the artisan or with the blacksmith to change one of the stats that are already on. So if you have dexterity and it says 25, um, you can use that plus pay some cash to get it either a chance to have it higher by at least 5 to 20 points higher or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could, like, that buff your cool. own stats with another item, which should be somewhat hard to find but not too difficult because it would still be random on which stat you get. Yeah, I thought about it at all. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I, I like that. That is a good idea. Or something that can re-unidentify your item, so you can re-roll the item you already have at that same item level. Hey, so folks, if uh, if Blizzard introduces this system, it was totally Lantonio's idea. You know, just like the Paragon right. levels, Paragon level <laughs> system was totally Kriparian's idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's never been done before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny when you hear someone talk about it who's big in the community on it and it just kind of comes to fruition though you know yeah oh yeah not that they weren't doing it way before that we we got a little bit of news and i just want to touch upon this because i was kind of disappointed because we we got a well not disappointed with the content but just what what the content meant um that uh that there was a blog post that uh that they're gonna make some changes to crowd control abilities to you know make them a little more useful past past normal yeah and they're targeting it for patch um 1.0.5 that that's where i was like mostly disappointed i was like no i want the next the next patch to be 1.1 that way we get the pvp and lots of people can just you know shut their piles and then realize that pvp is completely broken (laughs) and then they'll they'll be complaining again yeah yeah Really excited about point about PvP. I, like at least with buddies, I, I wouldn't try to do it hardcore and beat up any people. There's gonna be so many people on there playing at random that they're just gonna stomp you like they did in uh, D2 until you got somewhat knowledge on the fact. But I think like us all being able to play together would be really fun to have little tourneys and game nights and stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Here's my prediction: 1.0.5, September 18th. Why September 18th? Because uh, this other game called um, Torchlight 2 is coming out on September 20th, so... Ah. Oh, that would do it then, yeah. And I I imagine 1.0.5 will be a rather small patch, other than this crowd control thing. I, I don't know what else. I'm sure there will be some uh, nerfs for the Barbarian, um, <clears throat> hopefully. <laughs> I better be playing that one a bit more then. <laughs> It won't affect you as much as a level 60, but uh, 
yeah. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think patch 1.0.5 is going to be very big, unless they just let Torchlight 2 come out and, you know, unhindered, because, you know, they decided to release... They, they didn't use Diablo to, to target Guild Wars 2, but they, they did drop, you know, that that big patch for for World of Warcraft on the same day that Guild Wars 2 launched, so... Yep. That's that's Blizzard's that's Blizzard's MO. So And it took a long time to download that thing, so it's not like you're gonna be playing Guild Wars while you're waiting for that, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that we'll see some activity on September eighteenth. Uh, at least we can cross our fingers, because that's actually not that far away now. That's true. No, we'll find yeah. out. Yeah. By by the time we do our next show, that day will come and pass, so we I guess we'll see. So I didn't read the crowd control thing. What exactly was there like a, anything that they were really said they were doing with it? Uh, what they're going to do is they're gonna they're going to um, they, they they like the diminishing return system that's implemented in World of Warcraft, but they didn't want to implement it just like World of Warcraft. They wanted something that made more sense for Diablo. So what they're going to do is um, they're they're going to keep the like basically I don't have the figures in front of me, but I think it's like 65 or 75 percent resistance to crowd control abilities. Like it'll reduce the amount of crowd control by that, you know, by 75 percent or whatever. Um, what they're going to do is they're going to scale it so that the first crowd control that you hit will have its full duration, and then the second one that will hit will be, you know, like based on how. I think it's like cut in half. I think. No, well, no, like it's it's based on is the, the right part. It's based on the length of the crowd control. So if you if you do like for every one second of crowd control that gets that hits on a mob, they'll gain that amount of resist. Well, in terms of like one second is ten percent resistance. So um, if they get crowd controlled for you know like six seconds, that's sixty percent resistance. But then it will reduce over time as when they're not crowd controlled. And I don't have that figure in front of me, but you'll be able to get like maybe two or three crowd controls on a mob before they're at their full resistance. Like they're they're not they're not going to make it where they'll become immune, like in World of Warcraft, where you know you. Diminishing returns will make somebody immune to crowd control. They, they don't like that in Diablo because that equals death in Diablo. <laughs> so, so that that's how they're gonna do it. It's their your first crowd control will be full force, you know. But then after that, then it will become less and less. So, I kind of like it. Yeah, and it only really matters on like elites or bosses because I mean regular mobs are gonna die within about five seconds anyways yeah most of the time and it's like a sliding scale so like when you have it up they gain resistance when you don't have it up on the monster they lose the resistance same factor 10% up 10% back for each second that's either on or not on mm -hmm. and then it's capped in each uh, like for elite monsters it's going to be capped at 35% in normal 50 in nightmare 65% in hell and inferno so it's not like you know if you have a crowd control that goes on for 10 seconds they're not going to be at 100% resistance right. they're going to be at the most 65 and then it drops back down from there which you know it's pretty good because it's still kind of a dynamic feel to the crowd control game because I, I was looking at some of the screenshots they showed about like characters and different levels using spells for example like with the witch doctor uh, between mass confusion and spirit walk 
like it's about equal and I remember that around tw at level 28 or so I would use kind of both of them I had it on my bar for a while and since then I mean now that I'm in my 50s I have don't have mass confusion on at all because to me it's very ineffective I'd rather have spirit walk to get me out of trouble and you also run into the thing where if if it doesn't I don't know if this was addressed in it I, I don't recall um, something where if it doesn't at least have a second and a half effect on them it doesn't affect them at all it's like as it as if it just you know hits them and is like oh, you're trying to you're trying to stop me ah I can't be stopped something like that I don't know sorry folks I I read I read the blog post but obviously I didn't retain as much information as I thought I did <laughs> so yeah patch 1.0.5, yay! Hopefully there won't be a 1.0.6 and 1.0.7, and hopefully 1.1 is not that far off. They, they, I do remember they said they wanted to get it out, you know, significantly before the end of the year, and um, they're kind of they're running out of time for that one, you know. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we're gonna be going into the last quarter of the of the of the year next month, so that wouldn't really be significantly before the end of the year. Sorry, sorry, Blizzard. Did they mean the end of this year? Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, you know, that could change things. Uh, 2013. I don't know. Yeah, Who knows? You know. <laughs> Something else big will come out that they'll have to counter, I suppose. Yeah, I, I think we have a good show tonight. So thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 23 of the Shattered Soulstone podcast. We are a Dawn Forge production. We would like to thank Medros for hosting our show. You can read the show blog or listen to the show archives at... Sh at wow, I was about to read off our email. I, I think I need some red, red wine. Yeah, all the time. All the, all the wine. <laughs> all of the Anyways, time. Uh, red, red wine. com. Why did I just do www? Yeah, all right. Anyways... At least you got it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Move on. Dub, dub, dub. Dub, 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 dub. You can find us on Twitter. The show account is at Shattered Stone. I am at Nevik James. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. Lantonio is at Lantonio. That's pretty clever. And Jen is at Queen of Haiku. We have a presence on Facebook and Google. And, but we cannot do this show without you, the listener. So please send in your contributions, questions, and feedback to... or well, and or rants to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com So until next time, for me, for Jen, for Brasia, and for Lantonio, you will find me crying into my Paragon towel. That's, that's, that's as clever as I get tonight. Sorry, folks. And remember, when you want to visit Theramore, it's just like Kurath only with sunlight. <laughs> Murky bucket. <laughs> this has been a presentation of Dawn Forge, copyright 2012. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.